Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Southern Gothic is a podcast that explores the history behind the American South's darkest days, greatest mysteries, and most chilling ghost stories. But today, we aren't hitting the history books. We're going to go down to the campfire for our annual Halloween tradition of 13 spooky tales over the course of 13 nights. Welcome back, y'all. I hope you got a good night's sleep after yesterday's story because I had a friend of mine call to make sure and let me know that we might have started out a little grim this year. But look, it's Halloween and you're not hanging out with me down in the swamp for Hallmark stories, right? Well, today we're going to head out to North Carolina, near Statesville to be precise, and talk about the local lore surrounding the Boston Bridge. This is a 60-foot-high arch bridge made of brick and stone, and it was built back in 1858 for the Western North Carolina Railroad to cross Third Creek just outside of town. Well, in spite of the fact that it was the site of a pretty awful tragedy back in the late 19th century, the bridge is still being used to this very day. Of course, if you ask folks who grew up in Statesville, though, the trains who steam over that bridge aren't always what they seem. On the night of August 27, 1941, a couple's car broke down while they were driving near the Boston Bridge, stranding them on the side of a road just outside of town. Well, the gentleman, who had clearly never seen a horror movie, decided to venture off for help and walk back towards Statesville, leaving his wife waiting with the car. But while sitting there alone in the dark night, she began to hear the sound of a ghostly whistle echoing in the air around her. Her interest peaked. She got out of the car and heard a deep rumbling following that whistle, a rumbling that could only be one thing, an oncoming train. Caught off guard by the sound, she scanned the horizon and was stunned to see the headlight of an old steam locomotive growing brighter as an unexpected train roared down the tracks. But just as the engine reached the Boston Bridge, something horrific happened. The train jumped the tracks, twisting violently over the side of the bridge and plunged down into the creek below, right before the woman's eyes. 
And to make matters worse, she didn't just watch as this horrific accident unfolded. She also heard the screams of the people trapped inside. So immediately, she darted to the edge of the creek to see if she could help, but all she could do was watch as water began to overtake the heaping mess of steel and splintered wood, all that remained of that old steam-powered train. Well, after a little while, the woman's husband returned back to the car, and as you can expect, he found his wife absolutely overcome with terror. Frantically, she described what she had just witnessed, and she begged him and the gentleman he had brought with him to go help those poor souls in the creek. But when the men went down to investigate, they found absolutely no sign of the train, or any wreck for that matter. Yet the woman knew what she saw, and she insisted that once their car was back up and running, they would head straight to the train station back in Statesville to see if anyone knew about the tragedy. When they arrived, the clerk she spoke with couldn't believe what she was describing to him, and he informed her that no, there had not been an accident that night. But here's the thing. It was awfully strange that she'd be asking about such an event on this particular day, because what she had just described to him was exactly what had happened at this very location exactly 50 years prior, a horrific train accident that claimed the lives of 23 poor souls. But before the man could finish telling her this story, the woman realized what she had just witnessed. It was the ghostly echo of that awful tragedy, a realization that was far too great for her to either comprehend or cope with. And her only response was to scream in absolute terror before fainting right there in that train station. You see, the disaster that that railroad clerk described took place on August 27, 1891. And as I mentioned earlier, it was quite real. On that fateful night, train number nine of the Richmond and Danville Railroad was running about 34 minutes behind schedule when it pulled out of the Statesville station. The passenger train consisted of five cars, a baggage car, first and second class cars for passengers, a comfortable Pullman sleeper, and the private car of the railroad superintendent. Well, in an attempt to get back on schedule, the engineer decided to push the train and took it up to a speed of about 40 miles per hour. But only minutes after their journey began, this proved to be an awful big mistake. Something, or possibly even someone, caused the train to derail as it crossed the Boston Bridge careening over the edge before it plummeted into Third Creek below. You can imagine the chaos that ensued. Fortunately, some of the passengers were able to escape that twisted pile of metal with only minor injuries, and they rushed back to Statesville to get help. But while the rescue workers got there as soon as they could, the town wasn't really ready to handle a catastrophe of this magnitude. After all, it had no hospital to accommodate the wounded, so the injured people had to be taken into private homes to be cared for. As for the ones who didn't make it, their bodies were brought to a nearby tobacco warehouse where they awaited identification so that they could be properly laid to rest. That night, 23 people died in the accident, either from the impact of the crash itself, the injuries occurred in the process, or horrifically, from drowning in the creek while trapped inside the railroad car. 
Now, what actually caused this accident is a story that could be told another day. It's one fraught with folks trying to shift blame and point fingers, much like the tale I told y'all a while back with Casey Jones. But here's the thing. To this day, folks still claim that if you head out to the Boston Bridge on the anniversary of that awful disaster, you can not only hear the sounds of that train's brakes screeching in the night, but also the fear-filled screams of its passengers. Here's the thing though, y'all. I really need to warn you about this one. And I'm not kidding, this part is not for entertainment value. Visiting those train tracks up on that bridge is not safe at all. And truly, I do not mean this from a paranormal perspective. I mean it in a very down-to-earth practical one. Because as recently as 2010, a man was killed when he was hit by a train while he was illegally ghost hunting on the tracks. So please, if you dare venture out to see that infamous ghost train on August 27th, be careful and stay off the tracks. Don't go up on that bridge. After all, you can certainly watch from the ground where that woman first saw it pass 50 years after the night of that tragic accident. Southern Gothic is an independent podcast produced by siblings Brianne and Brandon Schecksneider. And this mini-episode was part of our annual Campfire Stories, a series to get you in the spirit for Halloween. We'll be back with an all-new, full-length episode on October 31st. So y'all stick around, if you dare. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. What's something you learned in history class that you feel like wasn't the whole truth? Better yet, what's something you didn't learn at all that was omitted completely? That's what I like to call redacted history. My name is Andre White, the host of the Redacted History Podcast, the place where history's forgotten events, heroes, and villains get their story told, one episode at a time. The Redacted History Podcast. Real history never dies. Stream the Redacted History Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts.